Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and thank you and welcome back. I am Mark Cohen. She is Mark. Oh wait, I am Mark Cohen. You're on Marsha Collier and we are Computer and Technology Radio. And thank you for joining us. Uh, tell your friends, you can find us on virtually every streaming service around. Uh, and we got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about some interesting things. Spacelink, what? Raises their prices again? Uh-oh. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, running PC games online and also the Oscars this weekend. We'll tell you how to watch the Oscar-winning uh, nominated films. Yeah, but there's a whole lot of fun, there's a whole lot of fun tech in the middle. But do stick oh, around yeah. for the end because it's going to be good. After all, the show is only what forty minutes long. You yeah, you got nothing else to do, and we're always interesting and kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of this week, there's a possum in my guest house in the oh, attic. Nice. Oh, so nice. So I get to yeah. So I get to go through the major expense of hiring a trapper. So Wonderful. if anyone wants to know that if you love animals, that's a great business to be in. Yeah, Trapping exactly. uh, raccoons, possums, possums <laughs> very high I tech. Think, I think possums are supposed to be fairly friendly. Raccoons are vicious little things. So you got to be careful with a raccoon. Well, I have a video the la- of the last time they caught a possum here. And boy, do they hiss and bare teeth. Oh, they and do. I- oh, yeah. But they don't do anything about it. No, they right. Just... <laughs> Unlike the raccoons who will scratch your eyes out. So, uh, yeah, you got to be careful there. Uh, so, apparently, the creator of the GIF died. GIF. You said it right. And, and that, that kind you. of settled the whole thing. He was 74. He died of COVID. And all that sucks because he was employed, interesting, and developed GIF, the graphic interchange uh GIF, excuse me, <laughs> the graphic interchange format, uh, which, you know, we all use them. We love them. He was working at CompuServe in the 1980s, and that's when yeah. uh, the early 90s is when I got on CompuServe. He retired around the early 2000s. His name is Stephen Wilhite. We shouldn't ever forget him because what he did was distribute high-quality, high-resolution graphics in color at the times when internet speeds were so slow, you guys would have no idea how slow. I mean, uh, to be able to send animation on a dial-up network was truly, truly something, uh, a major innovation at the time. Right, right. Because uh, in those days, I mean, his favorite GIF was the dancing baby meme, if you've ever yeah, seen it. Right. I'm sure you have. Oh, yeah. it was Everybody's the- seen it, yeah. That was, and uh, he light, had a model train set. So I'm suspecting maybe Sheldon could be, could be uh, patterned after Mr. Wilhite. There's a lot of, lot of sim- similarities in their backgrounds. But of course, he got the Webby Lifetime Achievement Award, and one of the things he said was the pronunciation, and he clearly and opening said, "It's jiff like the peanut butter." Yeah, exactly. So I think in honor of his life and all of his work, we should now adjust the way we say it and no longer have the discussion as to whether it's GIF or JIF. It's JIF yeah, yeah. because he invented it and let's let him name it. 
So. I wonder if he actually made any money. As often in these cases, these guys that come up with these great inventions end up making no money, and then, of course, they're used worldwide, which is kind of strange. Well, the thing is, um, he developed it when he was working from CompuServe. And right. when you're working for a company, the company it's owns their product. it. Yep. Um, I know at eBay, the engineers, when they invent something and they have something that becomes patented, it gets patented by eBay and they get a jacket. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, they I get know. a jacket. Woo! That's sad. Very sad. <laughs> but, um, it, yeah, so anyway, he was a great guy. He really brought his work to everybody, and we got to thank him for it because I'm still a fan of the GIF. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and it's it kind of reminds me of the, the – and I don't remember who was – the first guy was with Apple or he was with Microsoft, but he sold out – his shares in the company really early on got some, you know, let's call it $100,000, I'm making it up, uh, that went on to be worth billions and billions, but he sold out within the first couple of years. Do you remember who that was? I don't remember if it was Microsoft or Apple. It was one of the two companies. No, no I don't yeah. remember, but, you know, stupid move. Any of the companies that I have start that I had startup shares in, um, I just figured they're there, and I let them sit there, and they all got acquired by major companies and it paid off so yeah there you go it was worth it so if you guys are paid yeah, just hold on and to have it. some just hold on to it you can sell it if you're desperate for money there is a secondary market if it's not public but if you can afford it don't do it just leave it be yeah it's kind of like was it pete best who was the uh, original drummer from the, the Beatles. Uh, the Beatles, right. And then just disappeared, although I think they canned him. I don't think it was his choice. And they went on to make a few records after that, if I remember right. So, uh, yeah, that was a sad one if you were uh, the original drummer on the Beatles. Uh, all right, so you found uh, something and about And, folks, just so you know, Paul McCartney was in the Beatles. A lot of people's don't, people don't know who the Beatles are anymore, Mark, believe it or not. Uh, I find that really <laughs> hard to believe. Even young Well, check kids Reddit. Know. Check Reddit. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just sad. I mean, look, Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr are still making music today. They that's still right. perform, and the other two sadly have passed on. They probably would have been doing the same thing. So, uh, oh well, we got we got a little more information on all kinds of things here, but one I find is brilliant, and that's the EU. Mm -hmm. That means those folks in Europe. <laughs> that Britain is no longer part of, but or the United Kingdom is no longer part of, um, they have done legislation to make iMessage and other messaging apps interoperable. And, and before we go into the story, I just want to add, I was at a place and we were talking about different phones. And this woman said to me, my daughter switched to an iPhone because she was being bullied, literally bullied, because she was using Android in group chats. Ah. And I think it's just gone too effing far that tech is for everybody, and we really have to cut out the elitism in tech. You know, like the underbanked people, you know, who don't use credit cards. And right. that means a lot of people aren't getting tips anymore because there's no cash. Or it's just, We need to democratize technology. So I did find this story, and I thought it's interesting. What did you think about it? 
Uh, yeah, I think it's it, it is interesting. You know, I've been an Apple uh, iPhone user for years, and I know there's some bit of an elitist thing going on when you're an Apple user. I mean, even to the point where you text messages and your little bubble doesn't come up on Android, right. and that you know. So yeah, I think that I don't think it's a terrible thing. Uh, I don't. Well, think I actually stopped deal, doing business with a company whom I heard. You know, they buy those uh, um, commercials on radio and. On, on a real terrestrial radio, and the guy made some sort of joke about uh, Apple and iPhone. It was just so elitist. Right. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm not a cranky old lady, so I didn't call a station, but I stopped doing business with that company because yeah. we just have to stop this. So what the EU is doing, they want all major messaging apps like WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, and iMessage to have an interoperable platform. Google approached Apple, by the way, uh, early, I think it was this year or last year, that we should all adopt RCS, right. which is a format of messaging, and it's universal. It will work with anybody. It enables rich communications. It's great, but Apple didn't want to play. So we'll see if the EU approves the this. Apple may be forced to add RCS support to its devices to you know comply with legislation, but. To do it just for people, I think, is 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 even more important. I think because that you'll find that it, I was, when a kid I was is say, bullied, I mean, when a kid is bullied, and that wasn't the first time. It was just the first time I'd heard somebody in person tell right. me the story. That, that's pathetic. That's sad. Well, I guarantee you that if this passes in Europe, they will. I Apple will figure out a way to use this only in devices shipped to the UK. The, or to the Euro, not to the UK, but to uh, to the EU, because EU. they're not going to want to take that off because it is an elitist, statusy thing, and they're not going to do it if they don't have to. I guarantee you, they're not going to do that because that's a big deal. That's to iPhone really users. sad. Yeah, that's really yeah. sad. It's yeah, really sad, and it's really sad that an elitist thing is important to using technology. Sorry, yeah, there's no no question about yeah. it. All right, so Elon Now, Starlink, Musk, Starlink isn't yeah. elitist. It's just friggin' no. expensive. <laughs> I mean, customers will now have to pay $710 up front to get the SpaceX Internet Starlink service. The kits are going up from 500 to 550 for deposit holders, 600 for new customers. Uh, then new Starlink customers will pay 710 up front for Starlink, uh, up from 600 so it, you know they claim that it's it's an inflation issue that's going up. Uh, I find that hard to believe because while we do have greater inflation going on right now, the, the, you know these price increases don't happen in two months. They plan them way ahead of time. And so if they're saying it was inflation that raised them, odds are there wasn't much inflation when they well, did this. Well, there was there was an interest. Yeah, obviously because it would have been done months ago. Right. But there was also an addendum in PC Mag that said. SpaceX is also justifying the price increase by pointing to the company's growing investment to expand Starlink's coverage and capabilities, which yeah, right. I think, let's face it, that if they're making new investments, they're doing better. They're getting more users, which means they're making more money. Right. So, so folks, that doesn't make sense that you have to increase the price. <laughs> It just doesn't make sense because if you got no. more users, you're making more money. Yeah, usually so, the more you get, the less expensive it becomes. And so, the truth uh, is, I'm not going to pay $110 a month to get Starlink. It's just, well, no, 
No. <laughs> and, I, and I don't remember, what did we say the speed was around 100 megabits per second, if, if I remember last that well, we looked at If it. you're lucky, uh, I, some of the articles I read said it was uh, like 54. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that, which, mind you, isn't bad. You really don't need insane speeds. It's it just right. what you need is that it's going to cover all the devices in your home which is more important than the speed, but they never mention that in any of the marketing. (laughs) Just because it's faster doesn't mean that it's going to feed more devices in your home. And with the internet of things, I know I got plugs, I got light bulbs, I got everything, nonsense everywhere. Yeah. So there's lots of devices. You get uh, with your Starlight kit. You get a terminal, a tripod, and a tripod. That's got to be worth six bucks, and a Wi-Fi router. <laughs> um, so uh, also, they're hiking the monthly price and keeping. Well, that's what with I said. It. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From uh, ninety-nine to one ten. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, along with everybody else, it's hiking their prices, like Netflix and Prime, and everybody else are jacking up their prices now. You know, they're trying to get ahead of inflation by, you know, like five years. So uh, just be prepared to pay it's more gonna, for some of these but services. But it's going to be interesting because will there be a backlash? Because when you've got high inflation, people's money goes doesn't go as long. I mean, let's right. face it, you can't buy as many things, especially, you know, when you're working. If you're lucky enough to be working at a job, if you're a gig employ, employed, then you really have to watch your pennies and the raising prices are going to hurt some of these companies. So we'll we'll see where the fallout will be. I mean, it's interesting. A couple of months ago, uh, Whole Foods used to deliver to your house for free. Now they charge $9.95 for delivery. And I think they were arrogant enough to think that people were going to go, I'll pay the 10 bucks. Well, guess what? In droves, people are not getting delivery any. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, people have stopped getting delivery. They've even reassigned the delivery people uh, into other sections of the market, the people that were doing that. And I don't know how much you'll find if you Google it, but, yeah, they, you know, do they care? I don't know. But I can tell you that, you know, a lot of people will drive, you know, if you have Whole Foods, it's probably five miles from your house, you know, in your neighborhood. And people don't want to spend the 10 bucks, so they'll drive in the car. Although with the price of gas now, who knows? But uh, they may simply just say, hey, you know what? I'm not, well, or they are saying, I'm not paying an extra 10 bucks. I'm so, pa- I'm so pathetic that running around the grocery store with a cart, um, you know, like, like I'm a, a, in a race, is part of my getting steps. So, you know, right. oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. me, the grocery store counts as exercise. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And more people are going back into into reality as, you know, yeah. uh, the Delta and Omicron and everything else has calmed down some. So, you know, in here in California, for the most part, they've uh, dropped face manda- mask mandates. And, uh, you know, you I still see, I would say, half the people I see are still in masks. Half the people I see are not still in masks. So yeah, when you I go shop to the market, mostly at Trader Joe's and Amazon Prime. And there's no racing around those markets. Right, <laughs> They're exactly. crowded. There's yeah. lots of people in there. But, you know, dodging people, another sport, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, <laughs> do you find that people in these markets are wearing masks now or they're not? No, no, no. Yeah. Just yes. like when I was in England uh, a few weeks ago, nobody yep. was wearing masks. They just, you know, because whatever disease people are getting, unless, you know, 
of course, it's not safe to have COVID, right. but the majority of people are having less symptoms. It's yeah. not as horrible, deadly disease no. as it was. Especially if you get your second booster shot, which they're now saying, oh, you need a second mm. booster shot, mm. you know? So that makes you mm. wonder a little bit too, right? Um, yeah, well, next- it makes me wonder because I was never a fan of getting flu shots in the first place. Right. Which I never got flu shots. The only shot I ever got was the uh, pneumonia shot. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. It'll all right. Be so interesting. The, this next story is very interesting because, and you found about a Google hiding emails from litigation by CCing attorneys. I mean, the clever thing about that is that when you include an attorney in it, it becomes privileged. And when something Thank is you. privileged, Thank you. you cannot. I do it. I do it all the time. <laughs> And, and, and your attorney why, <laughs> isn't even real. You know? No, my attorney, I have always, you know, when necessary, CC'd an attorney. I know several right. attorneys. Um, and I originally gave them a dollar. The one, the attorney friends of mine. Right. That say, okay, you're going to be CC'd on emails. Keep yeah. a folder. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, I and what shocked me is that it's such a big... Ooh, Google routinely hides emails from right. litigation by CCing attorneys. Well, yeah, you should be doing that. Right, exactly. In my opinion, Google fights monopoly suit by copying lawyers on emails. Uh, to me, that makes perfect sense. So I don't understand the problem. Help me understand. Well, I mean, I think just basically what they're saying is that there there's wrongdoing going on and they're hiding it by calling it privileged. And if it's right. privileged, you can't give, you know, nobody can look at your emails. So, and for those um, who don't understand, there's an attorney-client privilege once you copy to an attorney. Right. But right. you do have to have the warning at the bottom of the email, the one in tiny, tiny type. So if you're going to do this and for it to really hold in a court, you better have the, you know, warning down below the signature. You know, this... This email is for this person and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But yeah, it, otherwise it wouldn't stand up in court. But oh, right. people always do wonder when you're CCing somebody else. Yeah, why and who, especially yeah, if why? it's an attorney. And then they Google the name and woo, okay. Yeah, so exactly. I think that's very effective all by itself. <laughs> I actually always uh, copy uh, Chuck E. Cheese because I think that maybe eventually they'll send me free pizza. It hasn't happened yet, but it's a possibility. So, Marsha, as you know, when I send you news. No, isn't Chuck E. Cheese? They're gone? Maybe that's why I'm not getting my free pizzas. (laughs) And it's not bouncing. So, Wow. Uh, I didn't realize they were. I know. I thought there were still a few of them. I got to look now. That's just, although they probably had the worst pizza of anybody in the universe. Uh, But, hell, you know, what are you going to do? Okay. So, actually, the next story I don't really quite understand because they kind of have this now, and I'm part of what they have. Apple is planning subscription model services for their iPhones and for their other, now it's the other hardware services that maybe is the, the thing here, but I'm part of the, what's called Apple upgrade program. Right. I'm Yeah. And I make a $51 monthly payment and I get my iPhone uh, Pro Max. And then at the end of two years, I have the option of either turning the phone in and getting a brand new one after one year, actually, after 12 months, or after two years, just buying it outright, you're done paying for it and you own the phone. But exactly. About, but you know, they're let me talking give about, you. Let me give you well, the, the, the the. Let me give you the uh, the dark web version. Okay. This. Yeah. Okay. Good. 
Okay, because what you're saying is great for you. Right. But for a, a regular working person to spend $51 a month, although we don't know what the price will be, right. every month for the rest of time to be able to use an Apple product right. is a lot. How many people have you ever heard, you know, they have a party when they pay off a mortgage. They have a party yeah, when right, they pay off a right. car. People like to be able to own things. And the dark web version of this is keep an eye out now in the future. Less and less things will be able to owned by, be owned by people. Right. Uh, they're starting to have subscriptions for cars, too. Mm -hmm. Now, when you don't own something, you have no asset. It is not worth anything. Right. You know, if you don't own it. Now, granted, there's depreciation in technology and cars and all that stuff. But the point is, you get to use it for so many more months without paying for it. Right. And there's a chance you can sell it or trade it in in the end. So, you know, the CNET had an article about this. The Verge had an article about this. And the truth is, yeah, again, I'm not a fan. I don't believe in it. I think people should have the right to pay for their phones and own them. Well, you can. I mean, Apple gives you. You don't have to. Take no, not under model. this new. Not under this new one. The, well, under yeah, the that, new that's one, yet to be. Yeah. Everything will be subscription only. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. I, you know, I can see where this might work for a really expensive product like a, say, a Mac Studio or you know, an iMac or or, or something where it costs fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars, and the an average person isn't going to go out and write a check for two thousand dollars, but they may want it for their business. Let's say they've got a small graphics studio, which is big for the Mac. Right, and, and that's you a know. business, and and yeah, and correct. their job is to keep up with technology. Again. It's the elitism of technology, and but in some business, it's important. Right. Um, but it, Apple's subscriptions, you know, you got Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, Apple News Plus, Apple Fitness oh, yeah, Plus, Apple things, Arcade. Right? Uh, right. They have bundles, too. Um, and from another article I read in The Verge, they may be having people also pay extra for the subscriptions. Yeah. That, yeah, that, it's, it's, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, so, eh, I don't know. Currently, you've got a great deal, and it works for you. Yeah. But can can we continue when we're wiping out? I I sound like well, I sound bitter. Wow, and what can I say? Rude. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not bitter, Mark. It's uh, progressive, and okay. I'm not a progressive, but I do believe. <laughs> that technology should be for all and yeah, no, this is just not a step in the right direction yeah it's very very interesting so we'll see where that goes and uh you know as phones get more and more expensive it's very difficult for somebody to pay for i mean even the lower end apple phones say they're 400 to 500 dollars on a lower end phone so that's still pretty expensive you know it depends well, you upon know if you take a look at samsung has the a series of phones Right. Which is the one that when you go to a place, they'll give it to you free, you know, yeah. or, or yeah. something like that. You know, in other words, it's not a big promotion. You can always get them. Right. They cost under $300. And I know several people who have them. Yep. They don't want their phones to make any magic, but use the apps they want. Text. Right. Email. It's perfect. 
And at under $300, or free, but under $300, they own their phone outright. And it's good because Google is promising security updates for four years. Well, so, which is good. Yeah, yeah which I, is very good. So, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, speaking of Apple, they say that they're going to start producing uh, the world's first direct carbon-free aluminum smelting progress a process, process. Rather, and a process in the iPhone SE as part of their effort to reduce its environmental impact. They've got a, com- a Canadian company company called Elise, which produced the first commercial purity, primarily aluminum, at an industrial scale for use in Apple products in Quebec. Uh, this is the first time this has been produced at this commercial purity and without any greenhouse gas emissions at an industrial scale. But, Mark, um, what does this confirm about Apple that he, they will be doing? Well, what do you mean? Well, it confirms that they are interested in, you know, carbon-free smelting technology to make changes on how aluminum is produced. And yay, that's great. Yeah, I mean, they've done this actually for a while. Uh, The iPad lineup, which is the iPad Air, and the uh, MacBook Pro and the MacBook Air and the Mac Mini and Apple Arch are made with 100% recycled aluminum enclosures. So, you know, they've been going that way. Is it a PR Thing, or is it a real green no, I think, energy item? I think it's a green thing, a PR thing, but they've also committed to $4.7 billion in, air quotes, green bonds right. to support more environmentally friendly manufacturing processes, recycling technologies, and the like. So if you take a look at that, and the company is issuing bonds, which brings more money into the coffers, right? I think that might also have something to do with it. Yeah, Call me I'm crazy. Sure true. No, yeah. I, I, I'm sure you're, you're right. All right, so now it's the time of the show. We search the planet, the universe, and today we search Walmart for the buy of the week. Uh, you know, I have to say I am a fan of the Apple Watch. Uh, I think it's too expensive. And depending upon which, you know, which models you use, you may get one for a lot of money. You know, Apple Watches can be, again, just like the phones, up to $1,100, $1,200 a watch, depending upon what you're doing. But they do serve a very good function, and the new Apple Watches can, you can use your phone with, you can use your watch to talk, to take a phone call when your phone is not with you. So it does some really nifty things, although I will say for the most part, I use it for exercise. Uh, But Walmart has the Apple Watch Series 6, which is not the latest, but one of the later models. Um, it is a 44 millo, uh, mega, wait, mm, millimeters? Millimeters. Millimeter. It's the big millimeters. one. Yeah, it's, it's the, the big bigger one. one. It's not the one for women's wrists. Right. It's it's a larger one. It comes with an aluminum case. It is in red. So there well, are other Well, that's product models. red, which, you know, yeah, some of the money red, right. does go to charity. Exactly. And uh, it's normally sells for around oh, close to 500 bucks. Uh, 400, actually, 429.99. It's on sale at Walmart today for 3.79. So you get a good discount price. Uh, it comes. It's a GPS model. Lets you take calls and reply to texts from your wrist. You can measure your blood oxygen with the new sensor app. You can check your heart rhythm. Uh, it has an always-on Retina display screen. Uh, it is a, of course, uh, 5G Wi-Fi. For those who think 5G actually matters, I don't think Marsha and I really do. <laughs> uh, again, I was sitting, uh, not to interrupt my buy of the week, but I was sitting in a doctor's office the other day and 5G came up and I tried it and it was like Whoopee. one. 
Yeah, one or two <laughs> megabits per second. I mean, it was like, what? This is supposed to be 5G, right? Uh, but you can use it to track your daily activity. Well, maybe your movies download faster. How I, many you know, people I are downloading movies? I mean, I've yeah. tried to watch movies on a phone, and pff, no, no thank you. It's hard to do that. Yeah, I usually, yeah. if I travel, I take my iPad, and if I'm sitting in an airport, I watch on on the iPad, which is fine for watching movies. Uh, you can pay from your Apple Pay, which works very well. I've been using that for years. You know, And these days where you don't want to touch things because of the viruses that have gone around, you just hold your phone up to the uh, uh, the device, and it pays automatically. I mean, I even used it in Mark, same thing machine. happens with credit cards. You just tap right, it against of course, the exactly. thing. Right, of course, exactly. Doesn't have to be a phone. No, right. No, it doesn't. No, but it's one of those things where it's part of the phone. So you don't have to take your credit card out of your wallet to do it. You just hold your uh, watch over it. Uh, it's got a built-in compass, real-time elevation readings, and it's a very, very nice device. Uh, I've been using an Apple Watch for many, many years, and I'm a fan. So if you want one and you've been looking for one that's not that expensive, even though $400 is still not inexpensive, you can get it at Walmart today for three seventy-nine. dollars uh, available in red, and that is our buy of the week. You know, the interesting thing is that you say that, you know, you use it just for basically two of the features, and yeah. I use an Android-based fitness band. It's right. basically for the two same features, you know, heart rate and uh, sleep, I think. And I just, uh, I thought the Apple Watch was really pretty. Yeah, it's and nice looking. Yeah, the, I don't want a, a heavy or any watch on my wrist every day. And a fitness band is just so light yeah. that if all I care about is those two data points, just it's easier. Yeah. The, the, the plus of this one is that, I mean, for example, I find myself sometimes I'm walking the dogs. I don't want to carry my phone with me. So I'll get a text or I'll get a phone call that I can answer actually on the watch. And I, and I have used that. I can't say I've used it extensively, but I do use it from time to time. So there's some nice features on that. You don't have to buy their most expensive watch, obviously, to get that. So um, that is the uh, buy of the week. Uh, now, this you know, I have to tell you, and this I wanted us to do this on the show, and we have a little bit of time for it. Um, with all of the noise about Russia hacking, and there is a lot of security issues going yep. on right now with phishing and hacking and all kinds of things. And you cannot ignore the fact that a Trojan can be dumped on your computer so right. easily, so easily. And if it's your main computer that has bookkeeping and data or your genealogy records or whatever, and yeah, you are backing them up on a hard drive, but maybe you're not backing them up all the time. You right. know, maybe you go in and you back up your financials and then you leave it for six months. Right, exactly. But I think it's important to have a backup software. One of the problems, and I've been looking at them, is that some of them sync data. Now, the problem is sync data means you lose the older version, mm -hmm. which if you needed that older version to refer to something, that, oops, I screwed it up at this point, then it's no longer there. So since, you know, you back up, I know, what do you use? Yep. Uh, I generally use an external hard drive, and we've had so many of those on the show as a uh, as a backup, a means of backup. Yeah, but you what know, software? Whether it's a Seagate. Oh, uh, it's usually software that's built on, for example, if Seagate, uh, if you get a Seagate hard drive, they have their own software that comes with it. So you can use 
you know, different kinds. There's a million. You found one, and I, I wasn't familiar with it. Is it well? Macrium? Let me let me just yeah yeah. Let me just tell you though, the reason I looked into this is I bought a new Western Digital Drive, and that wonderful software that used to that comes with it is a subscription now. That's okay. become well, yeah, my new know. dirty word. Right. That if you want to keep up your backups, you got to keep paying. And what happens if you can't pay? Right. Then, then they, you have no subscription and no backup. So I found this company, Macrium Software, who was recommended to me. And reading about them was interesting. They've been in business for 15 years. And they do backup software for businesses. They're based in England, but they have other offices in Denver, Colorado. And all they do is backup. It's M-A-C-R... What? Mac? M-A-C-R-I-U-M. Right. Yeah, and that's correct. I just... They were recommended to me. So, you know, I know nothing about them. But everything I've done in researching about them sounds really good. And they do have a free version for the home. What do you think about it? Because I sent you the link. Uh, yeah, I think it's a great... I haven't tried it yet, but I probably will try it because I think it, it's a really good idea. I have to say that I started this show now 22 years ago and with my, you know, our old dear friend who passed away, Mark Oliski, and we were on, and the thing we said 22 years ago after every show was backup, backup, backup. Now, this is long before the hackers started getting involved. And, right. You know, it was mostly because, hey, you don't want to lose what you've had. You know, hard disks uh, were not as reliable as they are today. Uh, today, you know, you want to be really, really careful with your stuff, and backing up is always a great idea. And I probably will try this company because it looks like it's interesting. Well, what was interesting, they have a home edition, aside from the free edition. Uh, the home edition is sixty nine ninety five. but what that can do also, it can do a bare metal restore to a new computer. In other yeah, words, if nice. something happens to your computer, it's their software called Redeploy. Right. And it'll just, you buy a new computer, bam, it'll restore you. And that's, yeah, that's pretty, nice. pretty fabulous. Um, we used to use, and I guess I, I think it might even still be around. Acronis. You remember Lap? Well, no, LapLink. LapLink was wow. the, the, and that goes back a lot of years. But basically, what it was was a cable that you plugged from one computer to the other, and yeah, it still exists. I'm just looking at it now. PC mover from LapLink. Uh, yeah, but the thing is, that has to assume that your computer's working and. The purpose right, of backup true. software is something has gotten screwed up. Has You've gone lost wrong, some right. access to files and things like that. Yeah, that's true. But th their free version at macrium.com. Uh, it's called Reflect 8 Free. And you can clone drives. You can do all kinds of things. And it's free. And I have heard nothing bad about them. And they've been recommended to me by two people, two IT people. So there you go. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no commission salespeople there. No, exactly. Uh, the last couple of years, I, I found a company. You know, hearing loss is a major issue in in the, in the world, not just the U.S., of course. And I don't remember the numbers, but they're very high as to people losing some or all or you know partial hear loss. And a company called Behear, B E H E A R, is a real company which is Alongo A L A L A N G O, came out with a device that's a hearing amplifier that you can use for live conversations, for streaming audio, for just watching TV. You know, and I say probably most people who have some issue with their hearing 
mostly have the issue as watching TV. You know, you're in, you're in with your spouse and you keep turning the volume up higher and higher and your, your husband or your wife go lower and it's too loud. So this is a device that fits around your neck. It's a rechargeable battery. Uh, you can customize it. It has Bluetooth 5.0 for amplified phone calls. So you can attach it to your phone. You can get audio streaming. Uh, it even has a built-in tendonitis pa uh, masking sound therapy. It's rechargeable for up to 13 hours, which is pretty good because you just pop it into the cradle at the end of the, um, you know, after you've used it and it's charged up for the next day. And it's it sells for the 300 plus range, 350-ish range, uh, but it works extremely well. And it gives you the ability, the nice part is it comes with an app and the app actually runs a hearing test for you. And it customizes the hearing device to your hearing uh, so you don't now it's not you know you can use it on the outside I don't know how many people will carry it with them where they go out you know but even if you go out to a dinner or something with your friends you might want to be able to hear a lot better uh, so with the tendonitis masking therapy they have that it's got what they call listen through which is passing through um, ambient noises they have an easy listening mode and it's basically is a personal sound amplifier that comes with a lot of nifty little devices on it and uh, if you are in need of a way to hear better uh, what, depending upon whatever situation you're on you know you pop this thing around your neck and it's really interesting uh, and it works extremely well so if you want to check this out I recommend it it is uh, at be here let's see uh, where and here.com is the uh, website again w-e-a-r and here.com and it's the be here uh, the one I tested was the Access Model 2, and it works great. Uh, and you find that when you're turning your volume, you know, if your TV volume goes up to 50, you find that you're using 7 or 8 when you're using this kind of device. So you know you're not being obnoxiously loud to whoever your significant other is. And um, that is the uh, Be Here hearing device. So uh, recommend it. Um, there you go. Yeah. Um, I, in, in talking about the democratization of the web, you have a place where you can rent PC games online and we got to talk about how to watch Oscar films. So let's talk fast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the best place you go, there are a number of places you can go. Stream is the most popular. Steam. It's got a. What did I say? Scream. Sorry. I just watched the movie Scream. Sorry. Steam is the uh, has a lot of uh, titles. It's very user-friendly. It's probably the best PC game store on the laptop. So, you know, I, I used to do a lot of PC gaming. I don't do that anymore because of PlayStation and iPads and things like that. But check out Steam. Uh, you can go to GOG.com. GOG.com uh, has GOG all the old, old school retro yeah. games, and they're really cool. And there's one more called what? Humble. Well, there's Bundle. Humble, right? Humble Bundle plays. Uh, it's got uh, a large gaming marketplace. Offers deals uh, for other places. And uh, the last one is Itch.io, which I've never really used before. Uh, but it gives you the uh, artistic corner of what uh, they have to offer. So different kinds of games on there. So if you're looking for video games to rent and you don't want to spend typically go to 50 Steam. To All my friends use Steam. It's it's yeah. great. It's definitely yeah, Steam, great. Yes. So I have to great. tell you, talking about Oscar movies, we're going to yep. talk about real quick where you can see them. But I saw Licorice Pizza and just loved it. What a great script! I hated script. it. I what hated a great that movie. script. Oh my um, god! It was it was an art film, and yep. for those um, who enjoy that type of thing, it like a Robert Downey Sr. type of vibe. 
Right. It's that kind of thing. The script is fabulous. The uh, people in it are newbies, except yep. for Sean Penn and a couple, uh, Tim Conway Jr. Right. And my friend Dennis McCarthy, who's a columnist for the Daily News. Yeah, yeah, and columnist. Yeah, he, he got older since I saw him last. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, we usually do. There are those who really love that movie, and it's won all kinds of awards for the best script. So there you go. You're right, and and I have to tell you, I absolutely hated the movie. You, you I made that clear. I turned my wife at the end. Yeah, I just turned my <laughs> wife and said, clear. "What is the deal here?" But okay, that's why other people have uh, re, you know different reviews and and things. Yep. I have not seen Coda, which is the story of a deaf family, uh, but understand it's outstanding. Have you seen that? Nope. It's on Apple TV. I okay, don't watch one? a lot of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was supposed to Don't Look Up, which was an odd, very popular movie, sort of a comedy uh, with a big star-studded cast. And I thought it was okay. Uh, I'm sure you didn't watch Dune, and I couldn't bring myself to watch it either. But you can watch uh, Doom on a n- number of different services. And, we, you know, we forgot to say where these are. Uh, Don't Look Up is on Netflix. Code is on Apple TV. Um, and where, where did you say, Marsha, the, um, it, uh, on the, Apple TV, it was $5, I think. Okay. To, uh, to rent. To rent. Yeah. Uh, King Richard, which was very entertaining. It's the story of, uh, Venus and Serena Williams, uh, with Will Smith, who I love, just great in everything he's in. And that's on HBO max. And it's the story of uh, how the, the Williams sisters got to be the phenomenal, you know, tennis players that they are, um, Go ahead, Marsha, you were going to say. No, no, I I, I was just going to throw in real quick because we're about to close out the show. I found out why Nicolas Cage is in so many crappy movies. Because <laughs> he wants to make a lot of money and he doesn't care no, about the quality. He owes no. the government a ton. His accountants, instead of him paying his taxes, they took the money and he owed so much money. Um, I think it was something to the effect of, I don't know what the rumor was, but you can look it up on the internet. It over a half a million a year. Oh yeah, and so he was he making all those movies just to pay off taxes, which to me, bravo. I'm really sorry about all the crappy movies. Yeah, but, he's made you know, a lot of stiffs. But uh, the point he made some is, good movies too. That he did, and he always does put his all into them. He never phones it in. Oh, movie. no, no, I mean, he, no. Yeah. He, he's right there. So I found the reason because I always wondered why. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, you know, it's, I hate to say this because he was such a terrific actor, but that's kind of Bruce Willis now. I don't know why, if he's doing it for the money or what, but the, the movies he's made the last few years have just not been great films. He went from so many good movies, you know, Die Hard series and all the other things to a bunch of stiffs. So that's a similar thing to, to Nick Cage. Uh, have you seen well, West Side Story? Oh, go ahead. No, I haven't. Oh, I was also going to say uh, the movie Rust. What was the actor in uh, William in Baldwin? The movie Rust? Yeah, he's made a lot of stinkers too. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, mean, that, I don't that, know what the story is. Maybe he's got a lot of ex-wives. I'm not really sure. Uh, you know, also you got a lot of actors who are older. You know, when these guys all started out, they were young when they started. And they're probably not getting the same kind of roles that they did when they were 30 that they're now getting. Yeah, but, you know, I will watch, what's his name, Sam, the guy, the guy, the cowboy, 
he's the cowboy. Oh, Sam Elliott. Oh, love Sam, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. Man, I will watch anything he's in. I don't yeah. care how old he gets. Yeah. Uh, just, oh, he's, he's great. Just the best. And I don't care how old Clint Eastwood gets. I'm going to give oh, his movies yeah. a try. They're not always the best. But again, those guys just don't phone it in. They are there. No. He is, and Clint Eastwood's made some outstanding films. I mean, directed, produced, whatever. He's done a million different things. And he's, I think Clint Eastwood's in his early 90s, if I remember correctly. Um, And just say he's one terrific actor. He always has been. But if you haven't seen West Side Story, and if you saw the original West Side Story, which was outstanding. I did. Yeah, this is is as good, if not better, than the original, which is saying a lot, because it was a classic movie. Did not do well in the theaters. What would Leonard Bernstein have thought about it? Uh, you know, it didn't. It didn't get away from the original story for the most and part. And did they have the, all the music? Uh, they did. Yeah, they did. They had. Okay. Uh, they had added a few new songs, but for the most part, they had. Because uh, honestly, the music I don't know how some of those scenes would play in today's world, which is why I kind of s- skipped it. Because yeah, no, it it was actually pretty yeah. good. And then if if you were well, Lila Steven Luce, Spielberg, you know, he oh yeah, he yeah, he knows no. what he's doing. <laughs> I would say he does. Yeah. Uh, if you were a fan of uh, Lucy and Ricky, you got two uh, things you can watch. One is Being the Ricardos, which I thought yeah. did a really good job. I don't no, think thanks. you liked it, right? Yeah, you didn't. I didn't. Did, I didn't because yeah. I've met uh, Lucy several occasions, and it, they didn't portray her the way I saw her. Oh, there you go. All right, that's it for us, folks. Thank you for listening. As always, have a great week. Hey, back up, back up, back up. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen thanking you for listening to us. Please tell your friends, your neighbors, and just about any living, breathing human being to listen to us every week. We'll launch on Sunday, and have a great week. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.